Welcome everyone to Chat Central. I'm Sean. I'm JB. And I'm Shell. We're friends who chat about pop culture, politics, and everything in between. So grab a drink, get comfortable, and we hope that you enjoy our Chat Central podcast. Nothing is off limits. Welcome everybody back to Chat Central, episode nine. Um, we got some really interesting topics today, so I'm gonna let my girl share. Okay, well before we get into our topics, of course, naturally, I have to ask, what are y'all drinking on today, if anything? Sean, I know you drinking water, so that don't <laughs> count. So really, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, I'm gonna be drinking. I'm gonna be drinking just for the record. I'm gonna be drinking water for the next forty days until Easter. As it's like okay. <laughs> water. Forty days, forty nights. It's like when um when it rained for forty days and forty nights, <laughs> and they had to build the boat and shit. <laughs> is this Noah's Ark? What is, okay. What about you, JB? What you drinking on? Um, I am drinking vodka with <laughs> ginger ale. With it's the new version, zero calories, zero sugar, and mm. zero carbs. And then I also have a um, skinny mixer that I mixed in with also a strawberry skinny mixer with also um, zero calories and zero sugar. Is that what you sent me the picture of in the group chat? Yep. Okay, okay. Yeah, that looked really good. I think so I may see I you have, I need that, please. I've been through a lot. So, um, today I want to um, give kudos to my friends, Shawnee and Lori, who uh, put me on to a new drink. It's a rock red berry mixed with simply cranberry meets with a few shots of real lime juice and it's amazing and it's everything Mm. and so I was going to need something a little strong to uh, sit here for a few minutes and talk about Kim Kardashian and Kanye Kardashian with y'all so um, how do you guys feel about their pending divorce first do you care (laughs) let's start there do you care um, I think I care just because I've been watching the show, keeping up with the Kardashians for so long. And when her and Kanye got married, all of that played out. So you kind of get invested into it, whether you want to or not. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's sad to see them going through a divorce, but I kind of expect is it. Is it? It, it is. Because, <laughs> right. You know, they have this family now. You know, if it was just them, I could see it and understand it. But being that they have four kids together... It's like you don't want to see a family break apart. So, mm. okay, that's fair. What about you, Sean? Like, how do you feel about Kanye Kardashian um, divorcing Kim Kardashian? I mean, I don't think it's ever um, a sight that you want to see, just like JB said about a family breaking up. But I mean, them people got money, way more money than me. So they'll be all right. Yeah, they'll I. Figure it out. I don't care. I think um, (laughs) I hate to sound very insensitive, (laughs) but I feel like Donda was turning over in her grave when they got married to begin with. I think the Kardashian family, um, I think that whole situation is just very, very toxic, and I don't think it's the most healthy 
I have a problem with their exploitation of black men. It's just a lot. Um, but I do think that they'll be able to co-parent. I'm hoping that they have a healthy co-parent situation for their four kids that I think are named after stuff in the Bible or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like, I don't care. I would feel much different if this was Beyonce and Jay-Z. Let me just put that out there. But for, you know, Kanye Kardashian and Kim Kardashian to begin a divorce, like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. When they came together, um, a lot of people were against it just because of Kim Kardashian's background. But I feel like they kind of got each other. Like she, his, his is trash too. His background is trash. Yeah. And you know, I don't want to put all the blame on him, but I feel like him put up with a lot. Like him just having these erratic moments of getting on TV, saying this and that. And a lot of times she really just had to go out and defend him. And a lot of his actions really weren't defendable. Like mm -hmm. I remember he had this whole breakdown when he was uh, running for president and he was telling people how um, Kim Kardashian wanted to have an abortion with her first child. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you don't put stuff mm -hmm. out there like that. That's, now, that's I do agree that he reached a whole new level of fuckboy um, when it came to that the presidential run and, you know, all the foolishness that that came with. I don't think he was really running for president. I think that was like a media um, ploy anyways. But no, I do agree. Um, I do think that Kim has come had to come to his defense a lot. But my question is, like, well, did any of this stuff happen, like, before they got married? Like, did any of these things happen before they had kids? And I believe that they did. <laughs> like, I don't believe that Kanye Kardashian turned into Kanye Kardashian, you know, after they already had kids and stuff. Well, we, like, I feel like she made these choices. I mean, sometimes, well, I mean, I think sometimes you think maybe you coming into mm, someone's life, you can change a person. Fortunate. You know, and I'm not saying, but mental health, I mean, and, and then on top of that, I mean, if he does have mental health issues, he could have been, you know, in a space where he was really taking his meds and taking care of himself properly. So I think it's a lot of variables in that. I don't think it's one definitive answer as to, you know, because sometimes mm -hmm. people see it, sometimes they don't. Um, but I do believe that she truly had his best interest, whether we you know, approve of whatever her past or things that she's done. I feel like she truly had it. Cause yeah, she I think she cares. Be, you know, let's just call it what it is. That woman could have been. I think she definitely loved him. Lot. Yeah, absolutely. Like that woman could have been, despite what Kim background mm -hmm. was, Kim always has options, even with them four babies. Like, mm -hmm. dude's still going to be shooting a shot at her. So if she stayed around, it's genuinely because I feel that yeah. she really wanted to see him get well. I do agree. And have I, I wholeheartedly dynamic. agree with yeah. that. I don't watch the card keeping up with the um Kardashians or anything, but I do remember seeing, I think there was an interview she either did with Oprah or Barbara Walters or something like that around the time when they first started dating. And I do feel like she really did care about him. But I also do feel like she brought him into more toxicity. Um, and I don't think that did much to help, um, you know, his mental situation. Definitely. 
Well, we got to stop doing that, but we have to stop doing that. Even when you were just talking about, you know, the, you know, about the black men, they, they all grown. They made that choice. I don't know if they infatuated with these women. I don't know what it is, but he ain't nowhere that he didn't yeah. want to be. No, I don't, I don't disagree with that, but I don't think it's a coincidence either that they seem to like have this choice um, to where that's what they date and that's what they choose and that's what they select. I just, except for Courtney, depending on what day, you know, that is. But, you know, to each his own. I do have a question, though. So I did notice that um, it was mentioned in one of the articles that they talked about them having a prenuptial agreement and everything. It sounds like they've worked a lot of this stuff out before they even announced publicly that they were going to separate. How do you guys feel about prenuptial agreements? And I'm going to reserve my opinion uh, for last because I've been drinking, but <laughs> I probably have a, a point of view that needs to be said last. Uh, I think that they are important just because a lot of times when you go into a marriage, and of course I'm not married, but I think when you go into a marriage, you go in with the idea of love and you think that you're going to be with this person forever. And you don't realize that once that marriage starts to break down, if it starts to break down, that emotions get involved. So what you probably would do when you were in love and when you first got together changes Come on, JB. connected from this person. Come so, on, JB. You better speak the yeah, truth. So I just feel like, you know, in order to get <laughs> over all of that, like financial stuff, and you don't have to worry about it then have this piece of paper in place. So once we figure out we don't want to be together anymore, this is in place and we can just go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sean? How, you, how do you feel about prenuptials? Like if you were getting married and your husband or soon-to-be husband, you know, wanted to sign a prenuptial agreement, like how how you feel about that? Well, I think that, you know, my answer depends on if I got the money or if he got the money, to be quite honest with you. I look at that, totally Now that's different. fair. Like, okay, give both perspectives. I mean, from my perspective, I mean, one, I think niggas is like real whack to be getting alimony mm. from women. Like, mm. like I, I feel that way. Like, you a man. Find a way. Like, if you know what I'm saying? Like, living off of a female money, like, find a damn, get a damn job. Like, even if you married him, like, so what about if you yep. married him and you were the breadwinner and you took care of him during the marriage and he didn't work and he was the stay-at-home dad and exactly. all that stuff, you would still feel that way? No. Yep, you a man. That's what's wrong. Women, no, well, you can, well, this is my opinion, JB, thank you. Uh, okay, okay, well, I have to have a difference of opinion. Um, so, well, we're gonna I, come I, back to you, JB. I ain't gonna forget. I ain't gonna forget. Yeah, we'll come back. Um, but yeah, no, I just think women sometimes, first of all, that wouldn't be me. I'm not taking care of no man, like, that's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I just think that's the problem. Women, you know, just do too much of that anyway. Like, make a man be a man. Like, you supposed to be figuring this out. I'm not gonna be working. And you just you know we're gonna get like grandma to watch the kids or somebody else. We're not gonna have you at home because I've seen that go bad. Like I have a friend was the mm-hmm. breadwinner, and things got really really rocky. Like she started talking to him crazy. Like it became 
oh, this is my money. And I was like, so how did that make you feel like a man? And he was like, I would never put myself in a position. They still together. But he was like, I'll never put myself in a situation like that ever again. Because, like, the control. I feel whoever got the purse got the control. Okay. Um, But that's just my viewpoint about it. But So as yeah. far as the prenup is concerned, you would sign, if you were marrying someone who had substantial wealth, would you have a problem with him, you know, asking you to sign a prenuptial agreement? Uh, it depends on what it had in it, to be quite honest. If it was like, you know, because you can't do nothing but respect, that, mm-hmm. you know, in a certain sense. Mm-hmm. So I feel that, you know, if it, if you talking about I'm putting in years with you and you ain't giving me nothing, then no, I'm not going to sign that. But if, you know, I'm I'm totally okay with, you know, coming in with what you came in with. But if I'm having your children or I'm doing certain things to, you know, make sure I support you. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to be just okay with leaving out with nothing. So, but yeah, for women, I feel, you know, I feel differently. And then for men, I feel different. Oh, I, JB, I want to come back to you because you, you feel real strong about, about that. So what were you going to say? <laughs> no, baby? I was just going to say, I agree with you to an extent. I feel like if, um, a woman came into the marriage with a certain amount of money and then also the guy had his own assets where, they were kind of both not even, but he had enough for him to be okay uh, financially. Then they could just break apart and then, you know, leave with what they have. However, if, you know, they become a family or something like that, and then she takes on the role as being, you know, uh, working out in the field and, you know, providing for the family and he's the stay at home dad, you know, just like how a stay at home mom is, then the roles are reversed because, at that point, he hasn't really had time to go out and provide for himself and bring in finances. So I feel like once he leaves the marriage, the money that she was bringing in is kind of his just because he was sitting at home doing his part and she was going out making all of the money. So he should leave with something. Because mm-hmm. the role, if the roles were reversed, she would. Yeah, because he's doing his part. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So, like, we're pretty up your agreement. And I'm talking to y'all broke women, okay, who were with men who, and when I say broke, I don't mean, like, broke literally. Just you came in with, you know, your $50,000, year job. And he has a business that he's grown and he has afforded you a certain lifestyle and all of that. I do not understand the entitlement and why women feel so hurt and betrayed when they're asked to sign a prenuptial agreement. I will never for the life of me understand mm-hmm. that. Now, I think as women, we get wrapped up in the emotion of what getting married is and the love. And the thing I hear most women say is, how are you planning for a divorce before we got married? And yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> because we've all been in ser- in serious relationships before that they have ended. We never had intentions of them ending, but they did end. So obviously, sometimes relationships are not forever, yeah. right? But at the same time, if a person comes into a marriage and they have substantial wealth, it's not just you that they have to worry about. It's family as well. Because when you marry someone who has money, 
your family yeah. knows. Your family may start asking for this mm-hmm. or that, or you may have a parent that you're taking care of and everything. And so prenuptial agreements don't have anything to do with emotion. They're literally just business. And I think, Sean, what you said about prenuptial agreements being um, structured in such a way to where, you know, there are levels to this. So maybe after the first two years, maybe after the first child, every five years we revisit this or whatever the case is. I think there are healthy ways to do it. But to just be like, oh, I ain't signed no prenuptial agreement. You crazy as hell. And I went yeah. married. Period. Point yeah. blank. Now, with that said, I did ask my husband before we got married if he wanted to sign a prenuptial agreement because I don't have shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. Um, but he, you know, came into our marriage with some things that he had already accomplished before we got married. And I was open to signing one, but he didn't want yeah. to. And you can always go you back know. and renegotiate or, you know, add things right. to your marriage. But... I do think right. when you have a certain amount of um, financial, you know, stability or um, wealth mm-hmm. in your life, then you should talk about those things. Yeah. And let's not act like what you will do. I think it was you, JB, that said, like, when your feelings get involved, if you feel like somebody did you wrong, who you were when y'all was in love is not going to be who you were. Like, look at Dr. Dre and his mm-hmm. wife. Right or soon to be ex-wife, she trying to come for his throat, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. Well, did they have but, a prenup? But you know, they, I, I believe so. Mm. Yeah, I think they. Did. Yeah, because she said that she signed it under. She said that she signed it under oh, duress Lord. or some bullshit. That's the number one excuse <laughs> right. for you. <laughs> like, no, you signed that because your ass wasn't gonna go nowhere, so you signed that piece of paper. Like, what exactly real. does duress mean? <laughs> it means that you if you didn't that you thought that there would be loss of life or under so much pressure you would have lost your job if you had not done X, Y, and Z. The rest is very hard to prove. But in her situation she didn't sign that under the rest. She signed that shit because she wanted mm-hmm. to get married and she wanted to spend and she wanted to live in his house and all that stuff. Now I do so. think there are situations and circumstances where people feel pressured to sign a prenup, but I, I mean, at the same time, should feel pressure to a relationship or a marriage without any money. Um, that also protects you just because they may put in the prenup that you can leave with a certain amount if the marriage doesn't work out X amount of years. So, or you don't have to take on yeah, any of so the debt. Benefits both right. of y'all. But you know what, John? You know what, Jonathan? It's always broke people that's talking about, you know, having who have problems with prenuptial agreement. People who have wealth or have assets that marry each other, it's just a conversation yeah. for them. Okay, you have your attorney look at it, and I have my attorney look at it, and we'll meet in the middle, you know. And so it's always us that have all these problems and shit yeah. like that. I with, guess with you know, that, I mean, crazy. crazy that if y'all have only been married a year that you can the other person that you're married with married to who doesn't have anything and y'all don't have any kids together no family could just walk away with pretty mm-hmm. much half or almost everything that you work hard for especially if you live in a community property yeah. state <laughs> What are you going to say but Sean? I, mean, I just think that it all piggies back to if I have a certain amount of weapons 
wealth. I don't want nobody that don't have nothing, too. I mean, even when you were talking about broke people, if everybody just have their own things, you can come together and be powerful. But the moral of the story, everybody just have your own shit. And we yeah. can kind of like, back, mm-hmm. you know, really, you know, and it's not, and it's always mm-hmm. not about money, too. It becomes about money. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Like, and mm-hmm. that's the number Tell one the truth. thing. Tell like, the truth. You know, Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, you my baby, you know, what's mine is yours. Oh, okay, but let me make you mad. And then it, it, this is mine. You know, mm-hmm. so it's important Lies. that when these women are in these come up situations that you figure out a way to, you know, li- like, like figure out your own thing and create, you know, your own type of money. I mean, like, I, I just feel like most of these guys, especially like if you look at like the industry, just because the broad look good. You ready to bag? That's her. what happens. You know they what get saying? caught up. So it's just yep. like they get caught up. They got nothing going on for herself. You just want the fattest ass, right? Pretty, you know, whatever the most exotic looking, and she and you know mm-hmm. she and you know she don't have nothing. So that's but on you. That that's goes what, back to um, one of our earlier conversations in another episode. Everybody is benefiting in some way. Like, mm-hmm. She yep. may be getting the money, but he's benefiting from having this beautiful woman on his arm. And everybody yeah. to look at him mm-hmm. when they're together. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. had friends that literally was like, he just want to show me off. That's all he wanted to do. He want to show me off and he's going to give me the money to do it. And he's going to treat you, you know, if I do it. Wow. Yes, literally. Yeah. So, mm. you know, the mm. thing is, try to marry your equal people. That's it. Sorry. Well, I know somebody who married their equal and well, actually, he may feel like she's above his equal. It's my guy, Harry. Y'all know I love Harry. His little red-headed self. And um, Megan, he done sacrificed his whole livelihood mm-hmm. to say, fuck y'all. Me and my wife, yep. we out. So how do y'all feel about them officially saying that they're not going to return, you know, in an official capacity as royals? Um, now that doesn't mean that they are not going to still have a life of public service because Harry said that that's who he is at his core. He's truly his mother's mm-hmm. child. Um, but in terms of an official capacity of working out of Buckingham Palace and living um, in the UK, he's not interested because the media has become too toxic for his mental health and that of his wife and his son. So, how y'all feel about I that? I feel that. I, I mean, Harry is not going to be king. So let that man enjoy his life. Exactly. Like, even if we get to mm-hmm. the movie, the I mean, the series, The Crown, that we all like. The Crown? Uh, yeah, The Crown. So Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth's father wasn't initially the king. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to be the king. The only reason why he became king was because her uncle, like, wanted to marry a woman. I think chose love. Yeah, chose love. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't even like her father wanted that. So at the end of the day, you got Harry. I mean, you got what's the son name? What's uh, Queen Elizabeth's son? William. Charles. It's Charles. Prince Charles. I mean, oh yeah, Charles. Charles. Then you're gonna have William. Then you're gonna have the elder. Well, no, 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 no. Who you gonna have? No, no. No, no. Charles is going to die and then Queen oh Elizabeth God. is still going to be oh living and then it's going to jump and, no. and then it's going to skip to William because no, no, that is not how it goes. No. She will never. She will sit here on this good green earth oh my God. and wait until 
seven hours after his passing. Seven hours. She is that petty that she will sit here for seven hours and then be like, God calls me home and then William will become king. Well, child. Well, still, William still got two little little boys. It's just, you know, it... it, They got like three kids, don't they? I think it only goes to like the boy, or I don't know if like the birth order, but I know the oldest son you know, I forgot his yeah, name. Yes, the birth then, order. Okay, and then, it, yeah, so I don't blame Harry. Go on and enjoy your life and, you know, he ain't worried about that. He is not going to be king. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. You know, I like Harry. I've always liked Harry. Um, I don't really care for William that much, but it's through no fault of his own. Like he has to get in line and he has to follow that succession. But that royal life is not it. It may seem like glitz and glam and, you know, all of that. You have people waiting on you head and foot. But just from watching The Crown and just not being able to, like, live your own life and make your own decisions and everything being in the name of, like, service. Like, no, fuck that. Like, I want to have a wife. I want to have kids. I want to you know, to live a fruitful life. And I don't want to have to see my name being bashed in the media like every five minutes. And let us not forget that that is what ultimately killed yeah. his mother. Which is So, what? no, it's not worth it. I'm all yeah. for it. All for it. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to add to it. I think he just wants a normal life. I think he's very protective over Megan. And he doesn't want what happened to his mom to happen to her. And even before they mm-hmm. got married... Like, he was very protective over her being seen in the media and how she came across and introducing her to, to I the didn't family know, and everything like that. I didn't know nothing about, look, I didn't know nothing about Megan until they yeah. got engaged. Because I didn't watch Suits. Was she was on Suits or something? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Like, she a real actress yeah, or a plus she was actress? a real actress. I just never watched the show. Well, okay. what, we would say. What, okay. what do we define as real, like? <laughs> oh, really? if you I mean, like roles, is that like was she like making good actress oh or is she right. like Kiki Palmer? <laughs> like I don't. What are you? I I, 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 I don't know. I her. didn't watch the show, so but I'm assuming that she was a real actress. So we're going to say that okay. I think she was in Suits. I think I, I could be completely wrong. I don't well, know what we'll that is. Fact that she's a real actress, but I just feel like. What could have the benefit of the fact that she's the prince's wife? Like that's 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 what I'm yeah. gonna give her. I just feel like he didn't want to put her in any danger or harm just because, you know, although mm-hmm. we weren't there to see it up close and personal, you know, being that you watch the crown, whether it's fictional or non-fictional or not, I feel like a lot of it was real. Um, you just saw a lot of what happened in the family and how they kind of like put certain family members out there to hang and then they ended up, you know, kind mm-hmm. of falling off the wheels. You know, Diana, she died in a car crash. Mm-hmm. The brother had to go off and mm. well, the king's brother had to go off and, you know, fight for love, you know, just because he felt like his wife wasn't accepted by the royal family. So, you know, you just mm-hmm. have to take so many things into account when you feel like um, why he wanted to remove his wife from that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't I don't blame them and you know I hope everyone in that royal family enjoys the rest of their lives except Charles and Camilla. With that being said, um 
What about okay? So like the royal family, they've had like their share of scandals and their share of like news media and all of that kind of stuff. But you know, we be having our own bullshit going on over here on the state. So JB, you probably are more well versed in this than I am. But what's the situation going on with Ti and Tiny? Like, is this um? Jimi Hendrix or Rick James all over again or like what is what is going on um, with that well I'll give just like a brief summary um well yeah real brief <laughs> I guess like a month or two ago um a few women came out and you know talked about their experiences with T.I. and Tiny as far as like having threesomes and you know um you know their experiences with them and they said when they were with them they were forced to stay there. They had to turn in their phones and they were um, also forced to do certain drugs, allegedly, um, before they could, you know, even leave or anything like that. So I think one person came out and said it and then it just kept growing. And I was the, I'll admit, you know, I didn't believe it at first, but it's kind of like when all of these different people just keep coming out like they say, where there's smoke, there's kind of fire. So I don't. So here's my question for you, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not even gonna try to not be biased about this. Uh, but these people were participatory, or like, did they have a gun that was put up to their head and they were told, "Follow me"? Like they were kidnapped. Or did they show up willingly for threesomes and whatever that came with? I think they showed up willingly, but once they actually got there, what they thought was going to happen turned into a whole nother situation. Oh, and it's understandable, okay. but the only um, mistake, if any of that happened, that T.I. and Tiny made was not getting them to sign an NDA. But see, I believe that this stuff happened because T.I. controlling this fucking But see, that's the way. thing. They said it wasn't really T.I. Uh, it was more so Tiny. She was like the aggressor. Mm-hmm. Really? Not Miss Piggy. No. Oh. <laughs> she do look like Miss Piggy. Sean, you, do you think T- Tiny looks like Miss Piggy? Lee. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I am not here for it. Nate, I see am you? not here for it. <laughs> Leave me out of that. <laughs> <laughs> With her blue eyes blue and everything. Child, let me just say that whole situation is a hot ghetto-ass mess. Tiny's marriage to T.I. is a hot ghetto-ass mess. And I don't even know why we talked about this whole heap of a hot-ass mess to begin well, with. I, I, will, but, I will say and, this. Um, I, I never want to discount anybody's story or their testimony, but I feel mm. like just as a fan, I didn't believe it. But sometimes you have to remove yourself as a fan to look at what the mm-hmm. picture really is. Right, because being a fan in someone's real life is like yeah. two different well, things. Well, I'll say this. I mean, one of my friends and I, we were talking about this situation and I don't have um, Instagram or whatever the story came out on. So, but they were saying that when one person came out in JB, just like you were talking about, 
people were coming out the woodwork. They said some people was just saying it just to say it and kind of get some, you know, publicity behind wow. it. Right. So, I mean, listen, you know, it's important that these young ladies uh, grow up with just a different mindset. This is not how you want to be known or acknowledged or it, it's more than one way. You know what I'm saying? Because whether they did all of that or not, you still, the bigger problem is you got so many women out here willing to do whatever just for some fame and mm-hmm. just for a little bit of money. Yep. So that's the larger issue for me and that, that that's the part mm-hmm. that needs to change because if they can stop that, then we wouldn't even be having these conversations. Yeah. Right. And then my question is, like for the women that came out, was this a were these isolated incidents, or did you go and then you went back for some more of that shit and stuff? It's kind of like with the Cosby situation and stuff. Like, do Tiny and Ti do they have um like do people think that this happens or whatever? I think so, it was like, and you're aware of I think it, it like, like any other situation um where you probably hook up with somebody. And if it was a good time, you mm-hmm. invite them back, and then they just become a part of your team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm. I think they had a list of mm. people who they probably, you know, dealt with on a regular, and it just turned into more than what they, you know, bargained for. I just mm. want, right, I just team feel Harris. that, you know, because, you know, I, um, I just feel that you should never want to be with somebody that doesn't have the same or equal amount to you to lose. You know what I'm saying? Like Ti and Tiny, they have a lot at risk, and a lot of. And I don't know these women, and you know their backgrounds and stuff like that. But I guarantee you, they ain't got as much as them to lose. So I think that they're mm-hmm. going to take this experience, and I think they're going to move differently if they choose to, you know, continue to have like you know whatever little sexual things they have going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. So off the T.I., Tiny, and the Harris's, um, I watched this movie. I don't, JB, I don't know if you told me about it or one of my other friends told me about it, but she was like, Shell, you need to watch this movie because this shit crazy. So I watched mm. I Care A Lot on Netflix after the Britney Spears debacle. And for those that don't know, it's a movie about a woman who literally cons the court into people being, um, I guess, what, mm-hmm. mentally deranged and saying that they need to be placed in, you know, 24-hour yeah. care. And she becomes their guardian. And so she takes over all of their assets and possessions and all of that stuff. And so I left this movie actually feeling fearful. Um <laughs> I feel very, very fearful that something like this could happen to me. So, do you guys feel that way, or what was your take on this movie and the ending? I think that? it's easy for something like that to happen when you don't have um, a family members around or people close to you that could possibly interject and care for you. You know, because like I think in the first scene, um, she showed up to the old lady's house and she was just like well, you know, you don't have anyone to take care of you, so you've been placed under my care. And I think that's pretty mm-hmm. much like the standard situation, mm-hmm. but the only difference is she was taking advantage of these people. 
And it, it's, it's very mm-hmm. scary mm-hmm. just because you feel like when you get to that point or whether you may fall into a situation like that and you don't have anybody to care for you, that this could happen to you and everything that you work for could be taken from you and you could be taken advantage of. And all she needed was the cosign of a doctor to say this person is mentally deranged, they can't care for themselves, and then you get an emergency mm-hmm. hearing at the court and you don't even get to be there to speak for yourself. Sean, you saw I care yeah, a lot. I saw it. And um I have I guess I have two two different points about this. The first thing is, you know, what's sad is the system being so corrupt because there were a lot of people Mm. benefiting and getting kickbacks from this whole process. Mm. Whether it was the doctor, I don't know if the judge was involved in it, but, you know, obviously the doctors and stuff like that. The nursing home. Right, because they were writing false reports, which is one, you know, completely, you know, that that's, I feel like that's really like non-fiction like what's really going on mm-hmm. um because mm-hmm. if that wasn't the case you wouldn't have a lot of medicare fraud yeah um so you know what i mean mm-hmm. and another thing is my aunt owns an assistant living facility and you know she takes really good care of the residents um but if anything happened you know what i'm saying like because they are they they are having like you know dementia and alzheimer's and mental health and retardation problems then, like, let's say, for instance, somebody falls or something happens, then they all up there like they the perfect family, but they are nowhere to be found. They don't come visit the people. Some of the families don't. Holidays, birthdays, and different things like that. So it's important to just have someone, um, you know, whether it's a friend or a family member, just to have, like, as, you know, as a backup, you know what I mean, to always check in on you because, it's plenty of people out here just with the wrong motives and just doing anything for money. So, mm-hmm. 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 yeah. So I left the movie. I was a, it got a little gimmicky in the middle for me with them kidnapping the little man, and I because I'm like he's gonna be a mob. Right, yeah, I he got that. these weak ass hitters. <laughs> like this don't make no fucking sense. But I did, you know, like the ending. Um, I was glad that she got killed and stuff because I didn't feel like she needed to get away with that. Like that just didn't seem um, right. But it did make me a little fearful, especially as someone who doesn't, you know, have kids. I'm just kind of like, man, who's going to protect my interests? But what this also uh, allowed uh, me to think about now is disclosure of information, right? So like as we age and get older and like accumulate wealth and accumulate assets and stuff, I'm not mm-hmm. telling nobody shit. Like you don't need to know what I have. Like when we filling out these doctor's forms and stuff and they asking you about your income and bank accounts and I, I ain't mm-hmm. got none, nothing. I don't have nothing and stuff like that. So I don't know. I think the movie was like important. Um, even though it was fiction, I like you said, Sean, I think there was a bit of nonfiction in it. And yeah, yeah that, that movie had me freaked out. So, so let me ask y'all this. Um, I know we talked about um, prenups in the last topic, but is there something other than like a prenup or a will, you know, that protects you while you're living? So if you become if you are placed in a situation to where you can't care for yourself, can you put something in order that covers your asset, your assets and mm-hmm. everything that you want 
in place as far as like being taken care of? Yes, you can set up what's called a revocable mm. trust. So a revocable trust means that you can put all your assets into this trust and then you uh, specify who the trustee is. And the trustee is a person that you trust, obviously, who handles your affairs and all of those things if you become incapacitated okay. or whatever and stuff. That's the best way um, to do that. And then upon your passing, that becomes an irrevocable trust. And then that person is responsible for taking care of your money, your assets and all of those things, um, you know, during or after your passing. But yeah, a revocable trust is the best way to do that. But see, you got to have something to put into the trust, which is why most of us, we don't think like that because they don't teach us that mm. type of stuff in school. Yes. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah, it's a lot. That movie, I was sitting there watching. I was shook. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. I'm not even because, gonna lie like, to y'all. You kind of I... felt like you were watching it, but it was happening to you or somebody that you love. Right. Yeah. Like, you feel like that could happen to you. Like, this woman had a house. She was functioning. There was nothing wrong with her. And all because a doctor said that she was, you know, her mental health was going downward, that she wasn't able to take care of herself. And she doesn't but I mean, get think a about for herself. About, you know, like, we've been trying to find cures for cancer and diabetes. I mean, these... I mean, even if you think about the pharmaceutical industry oh. and all of that stuff and the doctors and you know what I mean? Like all of that. Stuff. Oh, that's purposeful. Yeah, like they never gonna do they it. They never gonna cure cancer. They never gonna cure cancer, AIDS, yeah. none of that stuff. That's why I stopped giving money. Yeah, they're not doing that's why I stopped giving they money to that shit. The pharmaceutical yeah. industry is what, a billion dollar industry, maybe almost mm -hmm. a trillion. You know, I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean? More but than yeah. that. It's like no. Yeah. Well, like they say. There's more money in the research than the actual cure. Mm -hmm. And that what uh, mm -hmm. Chris Rock said that in uh, Bigger and Blacker. Ain't no money yep. in the mm -hmm. cure, the money in the medicine. They don't want you to heal. They just so, want you to manage your you pain. Know. Manage everything is just to manage. Mm -hmm. Nothing is to right. cure you of anything. And that's and like right. I said, it's all because of that. You know that that um those white collar crimes because that's what mm -hmm. they are. Mm -hmm. Unless you Magic Johnson, because uh, he got the care. Um, <laughs> he 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 got the care. I ain't know about that man. He had that for a little bit. <laughs> Bullshit. So with that being said, we gonna get off here because he talking crazy. <laughs> When this was a fun episode, we have some things lined up that we want to talk about in episode 10. Did you guys have anything that you wanted to part with? No, um, I think this was a good episode also. We talked about a lot of things uh, going on in the world and uh, we have a lot more that's coming, so we'll look forward to the next episode. Right. Yeah. See you guys in episode 10? Yes. Yeah, Is it 10 next? Bye. Episode Bye. 10. Right. See you guys next week. Bye. Subscribe, YouTubies. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>